Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Mike P. Waworski. I will be your co-host today. I'm your co-host from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, 2A Views, conservative news, Craig Guess what day it is? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day. <laughs> That's right, folks. It is hump day. This is the day we attempt to begin the weekend, sometimes with success, sometimes not, but it, all the fun is in the trying. Anyway, Mike, how's your weekend going thus far? You know, Craig, uh, I've actually got a lot of work to do the next couple of days, but the weekend attitude starts officially now. So if you ask me anything important at work the next couple of days, it's going to be like, yeah, what ifs, you know, who cares? Uh, <laughs> so you're going to get the weekend attitude, but I'll be there, but I'll be there. Good stuff, Mike. Good stuff, definitely. Uh, I will probably be doing the exact same thing uh, as I, I've got a busy couple of days coming up. Uh, but the attitude will continually be, you know, I'm ready to chill. There <laughs> we go. Chill, baby, chill. But yeah, yeah. since we are working, uh, let's uh, let's pay some bills real quick. Let's do it. Mama needs a new pair of shoes. Uh, let's say hello to our good friends out there at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. You got yourself an AR in the last five years. Odds are you probably have one of their barrels. Well, now you could buy one direct. You can get a barrel for your next build. You can get one to replace the barrel on the rifle you have now if you want to change it out. Hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Uh, our good friends out there behind the Iron Curtain fighting a good fight in California from the California Republican Assembly, please reach out to them and assist in any way you can. And if you want some awesome combat gear for guys and gals that use their combat gear in combat, give them a call at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. These are the folks who make it possible for us to come to you every Monday through Friday. So please do us a favor. Do us a favor. As they bring us to you, why don't you go to them? Check them out. The links to their websites are in the description uh, to this program. So you go there, check it out. If you like what you see, spend some money with them. And make sure you tell them that the folks over at The Rundown sent you. Also, want to make sure that uh, if you have not already done so, please make sure that you like the program that you share the program and that by the way in case you haven't already done so like subscribe and share <laughs> make sure you let folks know make sure you've subscribed uh, but also make sure you share with your friends let them know there are tons of different ways to either listen or watch the program we don't care how you do it all we care about is that you do it craig i'm told when we do the whole dot com thing that we're uh we're aging ourselves are we that uh that's that's around you got that's people that are about you got to be at least 40 to know what that is i think know, back to when i those know but still it it, yep. it works i'm sorry <laughs> sticks oh, in your head yeah. <laughs> for, for those who don't know that when, that's when yahoo was king of the internet uh yes that was the, how they sing their their address dot com they would finish the yahoo exactly uh, there is commercials but that's over 20 years ago now i but we're bringing it back mike you know how Bring things in fashion, they go, they kind of go around, right? Fashion changes yep. and sometimes comes back. That's what we're doing. We're bringing it back. Bringing it back. I will agree to bring many things back. The one thing I will not let be brought back, though, Craig, is jean shorts. 
jean shorts. <laughs> okay, nixing the jeans shorts. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not even talking like the little Daisy Dukes you wear when you work out, Craig. I'm talking about like regular de- jean shorts. Nothing. Nope. No, you can't wear them anymore. Nope. Definitely not. Okay. I got no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Not coming back. Not going right. to allow it. Moving right along, since something since it's not coming back, let's move forward. Now, uh, you have probably heard, uh, as our president has given us a, a national address, a national primetime address about uh, those individuals that are out there uh, that are fomenting violence, that are seeking to destroy our democracy and, and, and inflict violence upon those who oppose them politically. Uh, except there's only one problem, Mike. It appears that uh, his belief of who these individuals are, they, he's talking about the ultra-MAGA Republicans uh, or extremist Republicans. But uh, there's a story out there in North Dakota, Mike, where an individual <clears throat> who has, admit, has now admitted that he basically ran down with his car and murdered a teenager who he claimed was a Republican extremist. Now, I tie this, Mike, directly to the speech that the president gave and to things that you're hearing out of this White House where they, are literally, where they basically are referring to Republicans as uh, destroying our democracy, as threats to democracy and the free world. Um, and I think that you have individuals like this, crackpots like this, uh, who are acting on that violence. It's just, I'm not hearing about Republicans acting on violence against, against Democrats. No, those stories uh, will not be covered. Uh, they, they, they are not part of the agenda for the for the media. Uh, Craig, you, this is uh, this is what happens when you get your uh, your TDS sufferers, right? Your Trump derangement folks. Uh, you know they're already sitting there on the edge every way, not thinking right, doing weird stuff, and, and then you get the president come along with his extremist speech from last week and the week before as well, and he demands that we take action against them or we're going to lose our country. Yeah, that's your recipe for murder right there. That's what's going on. This guy's going to stand up there and say, the president told me to do it. The president told me to do it. You know, I, I, it's my pass. All right. He said, we have to save ourselves from these people. And uh, this is, this is what it's going to lead to. And for some reason, they seem to, they seem to want to say, well, conservatives or Republicans are the ones who are doing this. But once again, I, I'm not hearing this happening. I mean, we're not even talking about, uh, you know, all of the instances. If you remember back to as far back as 2016, during the election of Trump's first run for president, uh, all the, the individuals who were being attacked, people who had on uh, MAGA hats being attacked, there's videos all over YouTube of series of, of instances where you had, in some cases, adults attacking children. Attacking, attacking teens and children uh, who were supporting Donald Trump. Uh, you had that big incident that occurred right here in California in San Jose at the California Republican Party convention where you had people throwing rocks, bottles, at once again, at conservatives. But for some reason, none of this counts as the sort of violence uh, that they're talking about. None of this counts as the political violence uh, that, uh, that the president uh, is talking about. Somehow, though, we're the extremists. We're the ones that uh, Homeland Security supposedly is saying uh, are a threat. Uh, are, are threat to a threat. We are domestic terrorist threats. Yeah. Doesn't this sound like the you know our own government is starting to play a little bit of tyrannical games, right? They're 
they're starting to get their own people to turn on their foes yep. violently. I'm not talking about at the at the, at the polling place. I talk about they're 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 suggesting violence towards. And then guess what they get to do, Craig? If they actually get the left all stirred up to where they start taking violent action, guess what they get to do? They get to come in with the stormtroopers and say, uh, we're from the IRS, put your hands up. You know, 87,000 new ones of those coming to help control you know, the, the, the streets and the violence. So, Oh, yeah, it is. <sighs> anyway, I, I just it's funny, though, when you look back and you realize that people don't realize that, by the way, yeah, there were riots when Donald Trump got elected in major cities. Yeah. Thousands of people got arrested. Uh, police were attacked. Uh, but yeah. for some reason, the only the only riot we remember uh, that occurred was on January 6th following that election. That's the only one that's the only one that the mainstream media or Democrats uh, remember or want to talk about. That's the way I wouldn't even get into mean, the whole George Floyd thing. You mean the rally, the, the gathering and the rally there? Gotcha. Yeah, where they burn police cars. Yeah, that's what no, we no, do no. at all our all all of our MAGA rallies. We burn police cars, right? No, the, I was talking about the January sixth one. Yeah, that, that, oh, that, the January sixth rally. The there was a rally. That's the and, only uh, thing that the media calls a riot is the January sixth. There, 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 there were some. There were put it. There were some riotous people at the rally. How about that? Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah. We'll go with that one. Okay, there were riotous people at the rally. Um. All right, let's move on to the next story we got here. So Martha's Vineyard. People are sent to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, what's interesting is, is when you read all of the accounts, the way the mainstream media makes it sound, they make it sound like people from Florida went to Texas and then convinced them to, instead of going to Florida, to go to, to, go to Massachusetts or to go to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, well, it turns out that's not the case. They actually did go from Texas to Florida and were sent from Florida uh, to Martha's Vineyard. Now you've got a guy in Texas, in Texas, a sheriff who is actually uh, investigating what happened, uh, and and by and you also now have a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit that's being filed on behalf of the immigrants uh, or the migrants or the the people who crossed our bo southern border illegally without permission. Uh, they now were sent to. Uh, they're now suing, or someone is suing on their behalf. Uh, saying, claiming that, uh, well, no, they were lied to, this, that, and the other. But Mike, turns out, uh, yeah, they signed a consent form. They also signed a form saying, yeah, you can't sue us, <laughs> which is interesting. Here, I'll, I'll even pull up a copy of the form. Now, Mike, there's something interesting about this, and uh, I, you point, you pointed it out when we were talking before the show. Why don't you share your your insights uh, with the uh, viewers slash uh, listeners? Uh, you know, a lot of interesting stuff with this one. Like I, like we said uh, a couple of days ago, Craig, as well, that this is being reported as DeSantis is in Texas putting people on planes, sending them to Florida, and then sending them to to Martha's Vineyard. Um, why why would you do that? Why that doesn't make any sense? Um, what uh, what we know goes on is that the Biden administration fills people on planes and they send them around to different places around the country and they release them there. Uh, that that happens quite frequently uh, but that's not publicized the media doesn't cover that the only thing that they seem to cover is uh governor abbott governor ducey uh putting people on buses and sending them to sanctuary cities we don't hear about the biden administration sending them all around the country we know it happens it happens frequently uh we've had them happen occur here in florida before where a plane shows up at two o'clock in the morning in jacksonville and it's half full of migrants and they just wander around start moving around we we know it's happened so what happens this time 
you know, DeSantis gets wind, the governor in Florida get wind that there's aircraft coming with minorities on it. Now, folks, this is not like we packed them full like sardine cans and stuck them on there. You're talking about 48 people on two separate aircraft. All right. These uh, the, the, these Airbuses and, and Boeings that they carry uh, 250, 300 people on them. So that's that's not what occurred. They didn't pack them full. So you had 48 people that the feds evidently put on the planes. They got to Florida and Florida said the land of opportunities to the north, folks. That's where the sanctuary cities are. Uh, we'll 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 get you there for free. Just sign this uh, consent form. You guys could go right now. Paid for their flight. Got them up there. End the story. Now, notice, Mike, the consent form is in both English and Spanish. So it they is. Can't there say was also they... that, oh, yeah, you made them sign the forms in English. No, no. Yes, they so. did it in English and in Spanish. So yep. uh, they knew what they they knew they knew what was going on is the point here. And uh, once again, I just I find it interesting that no one is mentioning, like you said, the fact that uh, these folks were first shipped to Florida from Texas by the Biden administration. No one's no one's mentioning or let me clarify. No one on the left is mentioning the fact that the White House has been doing this now for months. Yeah, it's crazy. Listen, you've even got the Democrat uh, mayor in El Paso is now part of uh, the, uh, the the relocation program. You know, they normally get two to three hundred a day. And that's a huge number. Think about that. Two to three hundred a day coming through El Paso. Uh, they're getting up to fifteen hundred a day coming into t El Paso now. Um, the, he, he's putting them on buses, too. Yeah, out. Go. You just can't stay here. You don't have to go in. I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. We don't got the room. Well, and that's the point is because ultimately we're talking about they're dealing with uh, thousands, tens of thousands uh, on a daily basis in many cases. Um, it, we're, once again, we've already hit over 2 million. First time we've ever had over 2 million people uh, cross our southern border in a fiscal year. And oh, by the way, the fiscal year isn't even over yet. Uh, we're breaking records. Uh, but somehow... Our president and our vice president and the, the president's spokesperson believe that our southern border is secure. Uh, I think not. Um, yes, moving right along. What'd you say, Mike? Uh, uh, I said it's it's as secure as the economy. <laughs> there you go. It is it is secure as it is as secure as the economy. I will buy that for a dollar. All right. Moving well, right that's along. Actually a good um, now, Craig. <laughs> I'm sorry. Craig, you, you were speaking I, when I was speaking. I didn't hear you. You said that you'd buy it for a dollar. It's act 65 now. Oh, <laughs> now it's five bucks. Okay. There we go. All right. Moving right along. Finally, <laughs> SCOTUS is taking up the vaccine mandate. New York City's vaccine mandate. You know that in New York, uh, they are, uh, in essence, requiring uh, individuals uh, to get vaccinated. I think people who either contract with or work for the government. And uh, I have a feeling, Mikey, that uh, they are going to be throwing out this vaccine mandate. What say you? What, what, what say me? What say you? What say me? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, you know, th this is interesting, uh, Craig. The... Um, uh, there was originally the NYPD folks, so they, they filed this uh, and it went to, uh, uh, I think it was Sotomayor, and uh, she, she, said, she said, no, not going to hear it. Uh, that was a couple months back, uh, maybe even a year ago, and now they refiled again. I guess they must have a new list of people that are being affected by this. And, 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 it, and you know, it goes to 
the Supreme Court justice in charge of that district. You know, they're all assigned each one. And I guess it must have rotated. And now it went to Judge Thomas and he agreed to hear the case. So or to entertain it. So I guess they're going to talk about it in conference on October 7th. It's not going to full case. They're going to go to conference. And then you have to have what? What is it? Four out of seven vote to take it. Um, if uh, if they uh, if they're going to hear that case, um, you know, Craig, the the mayor there just removed this past Tuesday the requirement for private businesses to mandate vaccines. So private businesses no longer in the city of New York have to mandate vaccines, but the city officials, city employees, still have to. Last week. They laid off, Craig, now think about education for a moment and how short we are everywhere. They laid off 2,000 teachers that had refused to take the vaccine. 2,000 teachers in New York City gone. Uh, this has got to end. I mean, our own president, right, uh, as nutty as this guy is, this earlier this week said uh, COVID's over. Pandi pandemic's well, over. Is yep. Is it or isn't it? What are we doing here? Well, unfortunately, as uh, as his staff has made us made it so uh, abundantly clear, you can't trust anything he says. No, no. <laughs> you just can't. No, nope. Um, nope. You can't trust that. And, and that is kind of sad that you can't trust anything that your president says because they're constantly having to walk back. You know, they they it used to be when uh, at the very beginning of the Biden administration, well, a year ago, they were circling back. Now they're just walking back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, they've given up circling. They're too tired. Too many steps in. Now they're just walking back. <laughs> now they're just walking. Now they're just walking it back. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have a distinct. I distinctly believe that this is going to eventually wind up getting thrown out uh, because once again, there is no emergency. There is no emergency any longer. We've made it very clear, and especially letting firing of two thousand teachers. And then, by the way, we are in the midst of a teacher shortage. People are either retiring from from teaching. Uh, or they're just not going into teaching. And it, it, by the way, it's in no small part due to uh, a lot of the stuff that's been going on with the whole social yep. justice theory and, and all of that, that people are they're being forced upon teachers first, and then they're, eventually they want to then force it on our kids. Um, but that's a big part of the reason why so many people are actually retiring. And the people aren't going into, the, into, into it because, well, we've denigrated teachers, we've, we've beat up on teachers, and... You know, and teachers unions have really done anything to help improve the lot of teachers and made it very difficult uh, for people to want to become teachers. So once again, vaccine mandate uh, hopefully bites the dust. Teacher unions have worked on improving uh, you know, the, the benefit to teacher unions. That's what they've done. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> that is pretty that's pretty much been what it has been. All right. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but. Uh, Don Lamond, who, by the way, is uh, being been removed from his evening show spot, his prime time evening show spot. He's now going to be doing the mornings over at CNN. Uh, people don't watch CNN in general. They definitely don't watch it in the morning, or at least it may be the background noise. Uh, uh, maybe the background noise uh, in you know for what they're doing, getting ready in the morning. But there's an interest. There was an interesting thing that happened the other day, uh, as they were discussing uh, the national procession, the, the funeral of of the Queen. Uh, he decided that he wanted to insert a little bit of wokeism into the uh, into the program, into the discussion, uh, and he got schooled. He wanted to talk about reparations. Uh, let's watch real quick as uh, 
Mr. Lamont gets schooled by, uh, uh, what is her name? Anyway, he gets by this uh, by this British commentator. Here we go, real quick. And then you have the, those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, a hundred billion dollars, twenty-four billion dollars here and there, five hundred million there. Some people want to be paid back, and uh, and members of the public are wondering why are we suffering when you are, you know, you have all of this vast wealth. Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. And when across the entire world, when the slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished sla uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, in Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery why because the african kings were rounding up their own people they had them on cages waiting in the beaches no one was running into africa to get them and i think you're totally right if reparations need to be paid we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages absolutely that's where they should start and maybe i don't know the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery that those families should receive something too i think at the same time wow um i I've, I've heard the point made but it was literally he just thought that he had he thought he had set someone up they were going to be right there and and she dude man she just slapped him down intellectually and all he could do is be there uh um uh oh oh it's an interesting discussion that that was how he wound up ending the conversation yeah, she uh, she started with the you know the the supply chain in Africa, and he started nodding his head and everything, and then uh, then she took a she took a little little move to the left, and then a jab to the face with the right. You know, she <laughs> she just nailed him, and uh, and and he just sat there stunned. He had nothing, no idea what to do and how to come back against that. Um, yeah, that's the problem with facts, though. You know, is uh, they're real and they can hurt. You know, if you refuse to uh, to acknowledge their existence and you live these liberal lies and media lies that they put out. Every once in a while, you're going to get punched in the face with a fact. Well, and, and let, let's be real. First of all, slavery existed well before uh, slavery existed in the United States. It, it existed all across. It has existed all across the world. Um, it wait, would, it, wait, 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 wait. According to the media, us white people created slavery here in the United States. We're the creators of slavery. Well, it, you, it, Mike, it wasn't all white people. It was just you. It was American white He's like, I don't know what to American say to that. It's American white people. We created slavery. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what they want you to believe. But the fact is, and I think she made she made a very good point. No one was, no Europeans were going into the intercontinent of Africa to round up Africans to be slaves. They were in. They were basically were rounded up by other tribes, uh, and put, once again put in chains in cages, and and were basically purchased. Out on the beaches of Africa, and that—that's that you—that is—that is not in dispute. Um, but once again, so if they're talking about if we're gonna if you're gonna start it, maybe let's let's lock it. Let's look at the supply chain and let's start. Uh, let's start with uh, the now. The problem is uh, the those people right now that we're talking about. Yet they don't have the resources <laughs> to actually pay the reparations. No, no, absolutely not. No, that's absolutely why you go for the deep not. pockets. 
exactly. So, oh, by the way, when when did he change his name from Lemon? Oh, it's Lemon. I call him Lemon. I like to oh, call okay. him Don Lemon. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, that that's just me, you know, because he's kind of bougie. Oh no, I just, I just figured it was another woke name. You know, it's a, I am not Don Lemon anymore. I'm Don Lemon. <laughs> Don Lemon. <Yeah. laughs> All right, Mike. Let's move on to our parting shots for today. Uh, right. This first one you all will love because it's once again is in the theme of our Martha's Vineyard. Um, we all know that uh, in Martha's Vineyard, one of the first things that they claimed was that they don't have enough space. And you see the man here, face above water. He is drowning. We don't have enough space. But turns out, Mike, if you look there at the bottom, he's in the pool outside of his big vacation mansion. Oh, yeah. Yep. Can't get out. Help. <laughs> Help me. All right. Now, we know this is not everyone at Martha's Vineyard, so those of you who uh, decide they want to comment, we know it's not everyone, but we do know that there are several very large vacation homes where these folks could have been put up, uh, but we all know that that wasn't going to happen. Yep. Yep. Uh, this next one also is in the vein of uh, talking about Martha's Vineyard. Now, Mike, if they had been allowed to stay at Martha's Vineyard, uh, I think this would have been Cinco de Mayo 2023 there at Martha's Vineyard. As you can see, uh, it's a little bit crowded there on the beach. Listen, if you think Governor DeSantis is done sending people to Martha's Vineyard, oh, we better get some, you better buy yourself some tickets and start watching now. <laughs> that's what it's going to look like on the 5th of May in Martha's Vineyard. It's going to look like that surprised. in Cape Cod. It's going to look like that in Nantucket. That's what, that's what Massachusetts is going to look like when Governor DeSantis gets done with them. There you go. There you go. All right, folks. It's about that time, but before we go, Mike is going to give another shout-out to two our sponsors. We have one more? I thought we had one more. We have one more? No more? Okay, all right, got it. Uh, wait. Let's, wait, what, what, what? No, let's I say hello to our another friends. one. Nope, we do not have one more. All right, then we're good. Let's say hello to our friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. Reach out to them, see about getting your next barrel for your build, hitmanindustries.net. Also, the California Republican Assembly. Reach out and say hi to them. Support them any way you can. Fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. And if you want some awesome tactical gear and combat gear, go to uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Please make sure to visit them and let them know that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. With that, we are going to call it a day. And we'll be back tomorrow on Thirsty Thursday. So you guys have a fun day. Have a safe day. And we'll see you tomorrow.